All right, inappropriate Earl, the holiday season is upon us, so this is a holiday episode of sorts. But we got a few episodes coming down the pike, down the pikey bar. Uh, this is a special guest. I think he's been on the show three or four times now. Cult uh, favorite. Cult favorite. He's one of the few. He's one of the five comics, I think, who have said the N-word on the show, and I didn't uh, edit it out. You know, I don't edit, except for Fred Corey as Cinderella, when he asked me to edit his David Lee Ross story out, which I thought was harmless. All Fred said was... He was thinking about leaving Cinderella, and he didn't know who to turn to. And then he asked David Lee Roth about when he left Van Halen. And uh, David Lee Roth said to him, you buy the land, you get the Indians. Uh, and <laughs> I don't think Fred knew what that meant. I still don't know what it meant, but Where I edited it out. The Viper Room? Uh, I was at the Viper Room last night to see the great Todd Kearns. I just honked at someone outside the Viper Room, and they wouldn't go. They had, they were able to go, and then the guy flipped me off, and I had road rage on Larrabee. Probably Slash. Uh, <laughs> I was at the Viber Room last night to see Todd Kearns of Slash's band. Slash's band is so big, it's got three names. Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Oh, I like that. And uh, Todd had a uh, concert last night at the Viper Room. He's a very, very talented bass player. Played the whole concert, hour and a half, acoustic. And then, and he's really funny. He does a lot of jokes in between. And, Are uh, they funny? He's They're pretty good. funny. They're uh, good. He's from Winnipeg, along with the great Brent Fitz, the drummer. I, from, we're just getting right into it. Yeah, we're getting right into it. But, you know, that's what I did last night. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, tonight I'll be at the comedy store doing stand up, and then uh, but you came, Dad. The great Carlos Herrera, guys. I got yes, he I'm interrupted here. his own intro. <laughs> um, and I'm we here. Get, we got the King game on in the background. Kings are taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. The Rockets tip off in fifty minutes, so we'll probably get that. Yeah, uh, so you know, I like to have the TV on as like background, uh, not noise, but uh, yeah, just a filler. You know, just uh, Rolls got the nicest TV, man. It's a seventy-five inch, uh, which is crazy. I have a fifty-five inch TV, and I thought that was huge. And I come over here, and this is twenty inches bigger. But like I was telling you, it's not even that nice of a TV. I mean, this is like a mid-level Best Buy. It was like twenty five hundred bucks. Twenty five hundred bucks is mid-level. Yeah, it's Ari, so funny. Ari Manis, uh, the great Ari Manis, who had one of the greatest all time of all time palm lines uh, last week at the Comedy Store with, with who? Well, he bought. Harvey he helped. Einstein? He helped uh, buy me the TV at okay. Best Buy. The guy was trying to get me to buy like a forty five hundred dollar four K. Uh, TV, which I probably would have done it, it just like, if I was alone. And Ari's like, dude, there's no channels in uh, 4K right now, so it's it's kind of like a wasted. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad you didn't do that. So, uh, but so Ari Manis, Fred Siegel, yeah, I'm oh, I'm at Fred Siegel a lot. But Ari, the great Ari Manis last week was in the Comedy Store kitchen about 2:30 in the morning. I was in a deep conversation with the great actor Who? Isai Morales. Okay. Of La Bamba, of Bad Boys. He's on. Uh, and Ari's there in the kitchen. He's in Chicago PD. I mean, he is the epitome of a working uh, big time actor. I mean, his resume is, you know, probably 200 credits. And uh, I said to him, the conversation got started by me saying, Hey, I loved you in Bad Boys with Sean mm -hmm. Penn, 1983. It's a great 
movie with him, uh, Ali Sheedy, uh, Rennie Santoni. Uh, it's about him and Sean uh, Penn being in a like a boys' prison and uh, a boys' prison. Yeah, like Sean Penn or, or a teen prison, and uh, Sean oh, Penn. That's awesome. uh, I think ran over Isai Morales's brother. Mm-hmm. So then Isai Morales wants to go in the prison where Sean Penn is at. So he rapes Ali Sheedy. Oh, my God. And so they end up in the same prison. And it's just a great, great movie. And Ari Manis hears me say bad boys and he goes, oh, I love that movie, too. And Isai Morales is like, oh, thanks a lot. And then Ari Manis goes, was Will Smith cool to work with? Real, real schwutz move. <laughs> what did you do? I just was like, it's the one with Sean Penn, you idiot. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, Ari like Manis, Bill Maher was at the comedy store, right? And and I forget who, like, just kept badgering him about like hanging out or something. And he was like, "I I gotta fucking get out of here." That was me. I, <laughs> it's like a classic three a.m. thing. I saw Bill Maher in the back with one of his black lady friends. You know, I don't think it's a secret that Bill Maher. Uh, you know, it's like De Niro. They like the uh, ethnic women. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, everyone was kind of kissing his ass and, you know, oh, God. oh my God, it's I, Bill Maher. I'm going to get on your show right now. You're not. And he looked at me like, all right, dude, you say something next. I'm like, loved you in DC cab. <laughs> Shut him down right away. Real fast. He was he was really out of there. Um, like, I'm going to enjoy some memories here at this club that got me started. And it just like hounded immediately. Yeah. By the Palmers and the Jackalopes. And, uh, you know, I think uh, my line was the the closing line to get him out of there so but you're here today to talk about uh the movie heat now uh i have a joke in my we did the executive decision episode right and which was a very popular episode yeah so it's only natural that we do a heat episode um Um, yeah i mean heat is uh, one of the great movies of the 90s uh but it's amazing amazing music but the movie uh that's on uh, direct TV a lot is uh, a movie called heat from like 89 or something. It's the Burt Reynolds movie from 1986, which is uh, that was when Burt was, uh, was in the dark ages of his career. I've never seen it. Uh, It's so bad. It's good. uh, (laughs) Basically the plot line of the Burt Reynolds movie is he is a uh, ex mercenary working as a bodyguard in las vegas oh yeah and uh he meets the skakels the film stars uh, obviously burt reynolds peter mcnichol from ally mcbeal uh, howard hessman from uh, dr detroit and uh, wkrp in cincinnati and uh, it's re- and uh, also some cameo appearances by the great uh, football player joe klecko Oh, you know what? I have a I have a good idea from the New York Jets and Peter Koch, who was with my very first commercial agency, Aqua, the, the great Joe Kokowitz's sounds uh, real sports casting uh, unlimited. Joe won't return my phone calls. What street were they on? Uh, I think uh, Olympic. There was controversy oh, no. with a uh, hockey commercial I did where everyone stole the gear at the end of the commercial. <laughs> And you didn't steal? No, I didn't steal anything. I might have like taken a pair of gloves, but (laughs) there was guys backing up their trucks, (laughs) dumping six, seven sticks. You know, it was all new gear. Yeah. And hockey players are, uh, you know, they're, you know, new gear to hockey players is like scripts to actors. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, 
I, I took one pair of Vancouver Canucks gloves, <laughs> and uh, there were players taking uh, chest pads. And you got dropped by the agency? I, you know, he never really worked with me again. <laughs> but it was one of the great... Uh, Who are you a, with now? I'm with uh, Rain Agency for commercials, and then I get everything else on my own. Just from the belly room. You're with the belly room for Yeah, I'm TV with the uh, belly room. You're and, with Hinchcliffe uh, and Associates. With, uh, Jeff Ross and uh, Jeff Ross presents Earl Skakel's career. That's, and that's no joke. Literally every gig I've gotten the last year or so has been because of roast battle. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Are you ever going to battle again? You know... I never say never, but... Uh, you really should. Yeah, but I don't... Uh, don't you want a, a, an Apatow Instagram? There's, uh, I am on an Apatow. Even though he uh, did not vote for me in Montreal, he said to me on national television, Earl, I'm a dream maker, and tonight I'm going to ruin your dream. <laughs> he really said that? I watched it, and I don't remember that. I'm sorry. No, oh, he's great. He was awesome. Sarah Silverman was cool. I was battling Tiana. The odds were stacked against me, but she got me out of the gate, you know, so, uh, but you know, there's really no battles. Well, who's someone you would want to battle? I don't want to battle anyone. Yeah. Uh, it's who's someone who you would accept, uh, like very few people. I have to like you as a person and as a comic. Okay. Uh, and in that order, I don't care if you're the greatest comic on earth. I don't care if you're the okay, greatest. Okay. So there's some people, but they're not necessarily pro doing roast battles. Uh, well, I'd want to battle someone that's good. Yeah, I don't want a cheap win, you know, like, you know, I, like Ralphie may my, one of my homies yeah. rest in peace, Ralphie. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't know if we needed an autopsy to tell us she had a bad heart, but <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, Ralphie would appreciate that joke. Did I, you, yeah, did you I spoke his at his memorial. You did. I got in a few zingers. Oh, you did. Cause Ralphie did said you, get, you got laughs. Yeah. Ralphie said, That's when awesome. I die, don't cry, make fun of me. And he meant mm -hmm. his friends. Yeah. I was one of Ralphie's. I mean, I don't know if we were like, I don't know if I was like one of his best friends, but like I was close enough to say. Speak at his memorial. Yeah. At the memorial, I said, hey, I loved Ralphie a lot. And if I could jump in there with him, I would <laughs> if there was room, <laughs> you know, and just stuff like that. And just, yeah, just little ones. It's good. You know, I said, when they do the autopsy on Ralphie, it's going to be about when they do one when someone dies in a plane crash. <laughs> Not necessary. So, you know, Ralphie was the best, though. Would always message me. And sorry, I got a text from Benji Aflalo. Uh, Benji Aflalo on the uh, what's the Freeform network? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the name of the show? Alone together, the great with uh, the Esther. amazing Esther Pavitsky. Yeah, uh, that comes out when January, Jan like fourth, I think. January fourth. I don't know. It's on the back of buses. The Freeform Network. Uh, Benji Aflalo would always come up to me around 2011 at Equinox, and he knew I was kind of bummed out. I wasn't in at the Comedy Store yet, and he was like, "Dude, whenever I'm hosting, come on, I'll get you up." And you know, when a host says that to you, they really like you because yeah. it's, I was just at Equinox. It's the night of the palms uh, <laughs> at, you know, when you're hosting at the comedy store. Uh, so uh, I always remember that. You know, Let's but, talk heat. All right, look, well, I am, dude, but we're just getting. I know. You, know, we you asked me about it. roast battle. I had to go yeah. into that. Oh, whole yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. Benji was my last roast battle opponent. Oh, maybe we should get Benji to ask you. No, we already battled. You don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again because we're too. Wait, who won that battle? I won in overtime. Wow. Uh, 
you know, it's like know. the Thunder game the other night, triple overtime yeah. against the 76ers. I've been asked if I would battle, uh, you know, Jimmy Carr again. Um, and I love Jimmy. He's he's a homie. You should have to. You should have a car to battle Jimmy Carr. Right. So like none of the open micers should battle. Well, I mean now you got a lot of comics who are real thirsty to get on. Uh, Does it annoy Don? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you, you know, but I I just think uh, you know comedy. How's central. the vibe like in the around the OR like late at night with like the new comics? Like are they bothering people? No, I mean there's a lot of new comics who yeah. Beth Dellen just got passed. Uh huh. Which no, I, I love more her. meant like open micers. I thought that's what you meant. Like there's a lot of open micers now or something. Well, there's well no, I mean there's a lot of open micers like tonight at the comedy store trying oh, okay. to get on at potluck and then. Are there more comics now than there were? Oh five yeah. Years ago. And then you know roast battles brought in a whole new slew of uh, younger and uh, and some not so young uh, mm-hmm. comics trying to get in on the show and then you know not so young people starting out well they're like you know i gotta get on this show it's like well it's a little late in the game to like yeah you know uh, you know i don't know what's going on with the show but like you know they're pretty set and who mm-hmm. they like to see battle and what are they events. doing right now i don't know i mean i haven't been on the show in like what about, six months what about the new the that tbs show that's like the bat the roast battle ripoff Oh, there's been With a million like celebrities. Yeah, but she, why aren't you involved in one of those? Because I'm loyal to Roast Battle. I okay. will never go to another show. Uh, okay, like, I'm I'm a very loyal soldier. Uh, but <laughs> well, you, you haven't know, battled in six months. You're I've like battled in a re- year. Oh my god! Uh, and it's you're been, like Chris Bosh. You you like you get forgotten after a year. I probably am, to be honest. I, I almost with you. forgot about Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. he only didn't play seven games. I mean, uh, you know, if you know, there's just no one that I care to. When I battle, I go I all like, in. Okay, it's like emotional for you. Like you really like give it your all. It's oh, I I drop everything I do. That's amazing. I don't write stand up. I write five stand up jokes a day. Can you tell everyone that I brought you a smart water? Uh, uh, Carlos Rera uh, from Holloway and La Cienega. A Seven Eleven. No, the mobile water. station. Oh yeah, I I know that mobile station. Yeah. But it's uh, a gray one. You know, when I battle, I, I obsess on my opponent. I will put their picture on every my laptop, my iPad, my phone. Mm-hmm. I'll put a picture. Uh, I'll literally go to Aaron Brothers on Santa Monica and I think Kings Road, and I'll get a picture of the person, frame it, and put it by my bed. I mean, I'm all in. Oh, really? Uh, so there's really no one out there that I would devote. Hey, you're that. not battling Joe Dosh tomorrow. Uh, what the Why fuck? Why is this picture right here? <laughs> Me and Joe have already battled. He's uh, so funny. Yeah, he's great, and he's a good person. But we already battled. Would so. you consider me a good person? Oh yeah, really? I'm surprised you never wolfed around roast battle, trying to judge and palm with the. Oh, uh, man. It's a uh, roast battle. Uh, it was post uh, the midnight show. Yeah, yeah, we had a Meyerowitz, know, David Taylor, Sandy Danto. Yeah, I mean, we had a, there was a couple shows before roast pre nine eleven controversy. Ren is easy. Right on one episode only, and I was very proud of my season of roast. You know Battle. who's so funny right now? Tripoli. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his thing. His he, podcast. I, he's trying funny? to get uh, the Sycamore Tavern on La Brea and Sunset is like the next comedy club in the city. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a happening club. At, you know, sometimes some some of the shows are light, but uh, you know that's. <laughs> You know, I mean, I I did a show uh, last week there, and uh, the the host 
the Warriors are playing. No one was looking. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a sports bar downstairs for the most part. So you get 75 high-def TVs with the, <laughs> the basketball game on. And then the sales pitch to the audience is, oh, there's comedy upstairs, which goes over like a fucking lead balloon. Uh, but uh, Comedy upstairs. You know, it's like, but you could get maybe the overflow. LeBron Sunset's rough, man. Yeah. Well, Wendy's. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got uh, a lot of homosexual escorts. I printed my first script at Sunset and LeBron. At the Internet Cafe in 2007, and that's now a taco place. I've never been inside of it. I used to do stand up there. Really? At the Internet Cafe, it was 24 hours, seven uh, that's before days I a week, up. and uh, they used to have a hot room there Saturdays at two in the morning. Oh, I thought that was like a term for like some weird room you kn knew about a hot room. No, no, like there's the, just always a glory hole going in there or something with the great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Dave Taylor was there. Brian oh, wow. Dowell. I mean, Nick Yusuf. David Taylor, very funny. Yusuf. A lot of comedy store paid a regulars. Uh, that's where I first met Boone Shakalaka. Not a comedy store paid regular. But he's a legend. Not paid by anyone. And my first roast battle. Uh, and very irregular. Opponent. Well, you can't catch AIDS twice. <laughs> so uh, let's let me. Uh, and William Goldman produced uh, the Heat from 1986. But the Heat has nothing to do with Heat, the Michael Mann movie, right? So, but I'm just we're <laughs> we're differentiating the Heats, and oh. uh, this is a direct quote from William Goldman uh, speaking. I'm Jewish, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Heat, uh, one of my major disasters. There were an amazing number of directors who worked on the film. Six and all, and like uh, DiMaggio's batting streak, uh, that's a record that will never be broken. Uh, oh boy! So uh, that goes to show it's not a good sign when a film has six directors, uh, six anything. And uh, Burton Reynolds was paid two million dollars for the role, and this movie literally probably made. <coughs> God bless you. Under five hundred thousand. Two million dollars. So. That's so much money in nineteen eighty six. So yeah, I know it, it's uh, that was like. I don't just, think actors are paid that equivalent today. Well, I mean, uh, this was eighty six. So Stallone was paid twelve million for Over the Top. Apparently, so much money. Apparently, he was busy at the uh, Sands uh, Suite with a sixteen year old. I don't know if that's true or not. For that's over, the big thing. Over the top. Yeah, him and his and bodyguard. Just the top. I know. Over Gosh. the bottom. <laughs> So that's uh, a lot of people get confused when they turn on heat. No, I know it's a classic confusion situation and they seem uh, well, just to let you know, just finishing up on the Burt Reynolds uh, heat, uh, the heat gross combined in the United States, uh, $2,800,000. So just to show you what a stink bomb that was real bad BO that's bad box office. <laughs> uh, also not to be confused with the heat starring Sandra Bullock. Right. right and 2010 Adam Ray and Melissa McCarthy there was also uh, a remake of heat the Burt Reynolds heat starring Jason Statham oh uh, really written by William Goldman directed by Simon West Goldman still on it Statham an Equinox member himself I've seen him filming uh, took place in the US it was released briefly in select theaters and by select maybe one in LA one in New York just to be eligible for awards and for then uh, it was released on DVD and Blu-ray in 2015 by Lionsgate Home Entertainment so I'm sure that was a real fucking dilly <laughs> um, so that's the that closes the book on heat now we're going to get into the real heat oh yeah which uh, was a Michael Mann who film. are you in heat uh, well who would I well let's go let's mm. get into who was in it first <laughs> 
Uh, Heat, uh, the real. We're assuming you've seen Heat. Yeah. Well, everyone's seen Heat. I mean, it's okay. Um, we're gonna assume everyone's seen Heat. Um, Heat uh, came out in 1995. It was uh, written, co-produced, and directed by my Emmy Vice creator Michael Mann. That's why I got into it originally. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of people don't know this. We're gonna get into who was in it, but Heat was a pilot was released in 1989 called L.A. Takedown. Available on YouTube. Uh, yes. Free. Uh, which was uh, also called L.A. Crime Wave, Made in L.A., and the uh, starring... You talk about a cast. Follows uh, Al Pacino's character. The great Michael Rooker, Daniel Baldwin, and character actor extraordinaire Xander Berkeley. But uh, the, the shootout scene... Mm-hmm. Uh, from Heat was kind of lifted from L.A. Takedown. Oh, really? The downtown one? Yeah. But is oh, it wow. really um, is it really uh, lifting if it's the same guy? Uh, no, I mean, no, it's not. Li- it's just like, he, I mean, it's his property. It's his intellectual property. Right. I'm totally fine with it. Because after I he... I think it's cool to redo something when if you can. Yeah, I mean, after uh, he directed Last of the Mohicans, he basically... Uh, remade la takedown into what became heat that's awesome so, uh, a lot of people heat wasn't necessarily an original movie um but it but, was from the same brain you, oh michael man i mean if you if you love michael man which i do just miami vice those first couple oh seasons, yeah the colin farrell one no was not that, that. <laughs> jamie fox sex scene where he's trying to be funny i remember I mean, when he stops and then like he continues he like stops fucking her and then he goes, oh, just kidding. And then he continues. Reminds Everyone me of, laughed in the theater. Reminds me of two comics I know who are having a double team one night. And uh, one of them stops mid thrust and looks down at this girl and goes, I love you. And then went back to boning. I won't say what comics, but uh, let's wait. See. He professes love to this girl while yeah. his like buddy neck is fucking it's like, like they're double teaming this poor girl or makeup's a mess. Oh, like, my God. So, uh, you know, uh, comics are animals. Louis C.K. and... Uh-oh, watch out. Watch <laughs> out. Well, that's another episode. Uh, I don't know how these movies got made in the 90s, but... Uh, <laughs> so let's go over the cast of uh, The Real Heat. Uh, it, I mean, it really is. De Niro, Pacino. Pa- uh, pa- yeah, you got De Niro, Pacino, Val Kilmer when he looked like Val Kilmer. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. He's like a degenerate gambler in this, like, on the lowdown, Tom Sizemore when he looked like Val Kilmer, uh, Ashley Judd, Kentucky fan, John Voight, uh, Diana Venora, the great Mickle T. Williamson, uh, Ted Levine, who you might know as Buffalo Bill from Silence mm-hmm. of the Lambs, uh, Dennis Haysbert, uh, William Fickner, who's like a great character, the funny actor. black guy from Blank Check, uh, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Tone Loke. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think Ricky Harris is the the black oh, okay. dude. Uh, Tom Noonan, legendary character actor, as uh, the the Kelso, if the you, president from Twenty Four. Uh, Dennis Haysbert, uh, Danny Trejo's, and like yeah. and, and opens up a taco place. Uh, uh, Henry Rollins. I mean, I oh mean, yeah, the bodyguard at Malibu Investments. <laughs> Kevin Gage has uh, Wayne Grow. He's is in tons oh, yeah. of things. And what's his name is watching hockey when he gets shot. Or William Fickner, who was in Prison Break. I think uh, killed watching s- the Kings. Se- season uh, seasons uh, two through four in Prison Break. 
I think never he, saw that show. I think he got cut out of season five, but that was a real uh, conundrum. Uh, Have you ever been cut out of anything? Uh, my my biggest scene in I'm Dying up here. Oh, really? Got caught? In the last episode, I had a great scene with uh, Al Madrigal. You shoot Andrew Santino. And the great Clark Duke. We had a scene where I was uh, really hammered in the back of the alley of the club. And there's a whole like thing. It's like probably a trying th- to suck his dick or th- three or four minutes scene in the uh, in the episode and they cut it. Uh, oh, but, I'm you sorry. Know, Were you mad? Not really. I was just happy to, to, to be get in. Clark Duke is really funny. Oh, he's a great guy. We bonded over wrestling because he was a, a fan of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, he had a know. web series with Michael Sarah in like oh eight, I think, about like them moving to LA and trying to make it. It was really funny. So, and John Daly was awesome. He's oh, uh, he's hilarious. Yeah, I saw him at uh, Morrissey and Billy Idol. Oh, really? Where was that? It was at the Hollywood Bowl. I went both nights. With who? Uh, just some freakers. You know, <laughs> um, the comedy store freak patrol. Are ladies uh, treating you well these days? Uh, you know, we don't have to name names, but are you happy these days? I mean, you know, uh, are you listening to Cinderella? I'm listening to uh, Cinderella's uh, "Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone." That's how I feel about SNL actors. I mean, I haven't watched the SNL since they fired uh, Norm Macdonald. Uh, <laughs> Via Senor's on it now. I know. So is Leslie Jones. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the uh, new people are funny. I like it. Everyone hates on it. I like it. It's good. I don't hate on it. I just don't watch it. It's dude. funny, man. I mean, I grew up. I mean, Michael Chase, great. He's he came, hilarious. And he's a night. He came up to me at Roast Battle in Montreal. When oh, really? When me and Whitney Rice, the great, lovely, and talented Legendary Whitney Rice. Uh, Whitney Rice. She's the best. Yeah. Uh, we were doing that heckler, the house hecklers. And uh, after uh, Michael Che was uh, judging, he came up to me after the show. He's like, dude, you're wasting your talents on this show. <laughs> uh, but so I was like, wow, that's nice to. He really know. said that? Yeah. That's amazing. So I thought, that, wow, he didn't have to say that. That's very nice of him. Uh, Did you tell Jeff Ross? You're like, man, this show sucks. I got to move on. Oh, no, no. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm very. Have very, you been to Jeff Ross's new place? I have not. I've been invited, Why? but I have not. Uh, you know, there's just. Uh, Couple people, couple people I don't really want to run into. So uh, why? Well, how come? What will happen if you run into them? Oh, nothing. I just, you know, I, you just know, want to have a chill life. I, uh, I'm into the Buddhist philosophy of, uh, you know, let people stay on the strip. Yeah, I mean, let people burn their own house down. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I've, uh, I'm pretty well liked in the LA comedy yeah, scene. Yeah, you don't so need any drama. I don't, I, I don't need any drama. I saw some annoying guy from the Laugh Factory. Like at the hardware store, Mike David. I don't think that's who. Wait, I don't know who that is. The guy with the hat. He jumps in and out of his car on sunset. I I don't know. Very I don't, cool guy. Though. I don't think I've seen that before. I just saw. I I'll. I think we'll discuss it off air. But I saw some annoying guy at the hardware store, and I was like, oh shit. Can you just like can I get this toilet paper holder? Like really, I was like trying to like hurry. Was it Coons in West Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. Coons. If if you are a local to L.A. And you need a good hardware store. Don't go to Home Depot. Don't go to the chain stores. Although I just got my new fridge from Lowe's. <laughs> so why didn't you go to Koontz? Because like uh, they playing- don't sell they don't sell refrigerators. Oh, uh, okay. Koontz uh, is also the place where the legendary Rest in Peace uh, comic uh, Taylor Negron uh, picked up on me one night. Uh, he's the pizza guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah. High. He was also in Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. 
he uh, w- while I was looking at shower heads, he came up to me and said, "I'm having a dinner party tonight. Would you like to come?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, who else is going to be there?" And, <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, "Just me." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh and then i was that trying, guy's super funny then i was trying to do shtick with him i'm like is there gonna be pizza <laughs> um so it's what that's what bums me out about today's youth they don't know someone like taylor negron he's so funny oh he was great I mean, well they'll be like that equivalent one day for kids yeah, I, I mean, guess someone won't know who dane cook is or who i i mean i'm not putting myself in dane cook's level but like who are some comics people for, will forget about who are the top five comics people will forget about in 20 years i mean well in 20 years who knows what the entertainment medium is going to be i mean it, eric griffin I mean, people remember eric griffin uh, well he's young enough to he'll probably uh you yeah. should write his name down on something so you know, people will remember him delia you, you know will still be going strong in 20 years well he's only like 30 or whatever so you know in 20 yeah, years true. he'll be my age uh you know that's true. Uh, how old are you right now i'm 49 nice so uh you know took me what are you gonna do for your big bash uh nothing hopefully get up at the comedy store and yeah uh, you know go to the mgm grand blow it all out <laughs> season two of the jellies hopefully it'll be <laughs> pumping and then uh i'm dying up here and do you have like an agent off of getting the jellies no how is that possible how are you like do- doing this like mainstream thing and you're not like you- i love it that's I, cool. No, it's cool. I'm just it. like wondering why no one's approached you to like represent you. That's I mean, I'm probably too old. They're probably like, well, even if this guy's hot, it's a 10 year, 15 year career where someone's in their 20s. Well, this could be a 30, 40 year career or whatever. So I don't mind. No, nah, I think you're super funny. I was talking about you on uh, with uh, Esther and Benji the other day. I so love this. How funny you are. But I mean, like, uh, you know, I had one uh, pretty big entertainment uh, person. uh, Harvey Weinstein? Trust me, I would have signed with him in two seconds. You were the plan. I know these fucking girls. You know, you guys all act. We don't got to have to go into it. You guys all act outraged. Oh, this is horrible. He's a pig. He's a slob. Uh, But if he had an audition tomorrow, you'd fucking be over at those production offices quicker than Carl Lewis out of a fucking starting block oh, i thought you're gonna say my name so uh you know horrible i mean you know i don't know, even at the christmas party at the comedy store last week mm-hmm. I, i'm giving side hugs i'm shaking hands making yeah. strip club rules six feet distance well you've never i've always been good yeah i've never been inappropriate there are people who are in the gray area oh dude i know of at least five comics who uh let's just say they got a lot of worries if <laughs> certain people start talking yeah um, i don't like i don't know i know some gray area comics uh whatever but you, you've always been chill. I've never, I, I mean, I've usually always had a girlfriend and so I've never wolfed around. Uh, I feel weird because when I was going to the comedy store, I was so young. I was more like afraid of like embarrassing myself in front of girls to the point where I wouldn't even attempt to do things with them. Well, I mean, because I like if I was at the store now at this age, I feel like it'd be different. But I was literally like 22 years old, 22 year olds that didn't go to college are children. Well, I mean, at the comedy store back, you know, before it got professional, uh, you know, it was the wild west in there. Like you'd have, uh, and I try to explain this to people. uh, You, you, 
you know, now, like, say, Saturday night in the main room, Brian Holtzman, who's a legend. If you don't know who Brian Holtzman is, you're really missing out on one of the true treasures in L.A. comedy. Um, you know, he'll do his set, mm-hmm. show's over, lights come on, and then in the old days, the lights go off, and there's three or four comics fucking in the same room. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, baby, have you ever been in the main room when it's dark? <laughs> Uh, now they sh- they lock everything. Oh, um, they lock it. I yeah. never. I've never. Uh, I've made out with girls at the store, but I've never like hooked up with any girls there. Well, you making out, boning, whatever, blowjobs, yeah. and then you'd go in. The- I've never gotten a blowjob at the comedy store. That's so cool if you have. I'm oh. so jealous of like someone who could pull that up. I see. That's why I think if I went. So I'm 30 now. Like if I had shown up when I was 30, I'd be different. Like I would. You know what I mean. Well, it's just the Wild West. I mean, uh, you know, the main room is so big. There'd literally be three or four comics in there, and you'd sit down in the dark, and you'd, you'd hear, like, hey, Earl, can you move down a little bit? I'm over here. <laughs> and then you'd go in the back, the the legendary back. Uh, Boone would be, like, the, half dead. The green room. or the, 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 the main room. Yeah. Green room is, like, where Kennison did blow, and they still have the mirrored uh, piano. With, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there'd be two comics in there. Uh, then you know, the belly room, there was the full weed smoke. Oh my God. I mean, some nights in that, uh, original room, it looked like the London fog. Uh, but then, you know, uh, some people got fired and things got changed. So now after Brian Holtzman or Brody Stevens or Don Barris is done, the room is locked and, uh, there's That's a mad crazy. scramble to find the one area where there's no cameras, uh, which is some nights there's such a line to get up to that area. You got to take a deli <laughs> ticket number. Uh, so, uh, you know, this, the, you know, but I've, uh, always been, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I throw it out there and if a girl's not interested, Hey, there's, uh, you know, literally a billion girls. On so this you're planet. not worried about someone. Oh, oh the, I've done nothing. Of the New York times, a comedian, Earl Skakel accused of sex. <laughs> I mean, uh, anyone can accuse you. I mean, uh, I you know. No, I, no one would ever accuse you of anything. Do you never know? I mean, uh, you, you, you burn a bridge with someone and, uh, you know, they could, uh, you know, you, you piss them off the wrong way. The uh, hostess at Koi? Well, yeah, whatever, though. Dude. I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever put myself in a situation, certainly not a... a sexual assault situation Mm -hmm. i mean i'm actually but you're not even like touchy like i feel like we've seen people touch girls like in the back hallway at the comedy store yeah i mean we won't name names but like no no no. but like i we've i but i think we don't have to name names because i think they're already in trouble but but yeah well it's a different (laughs) culture a couple five six years ago it was but like like we still weren't doing it even during that culture that's what i'm saying i wasn't you weren't uh but uh sandy know, no sandy no i mean there's most of the people are respectful you know you get a few loose cannons up there and you know the booze is flowing they have a good set girl meets them in the hallway hey you're funny and they're yeah. they're i mean you know uh i i'm often asked is it overkill with all these accusations i don't think it is if they're guilty fuck them exactly yeah if you're guilty then it's not overkill it's correct it's uh, what yeah should be, it's has needs to be completed i mean the thing i'm nervous about is there was one situation on facebook i saw where this uh girl the david one no 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 uh where this girl was uh complaining about sexual harassment made her quit stand up and oh. it's the reason she didn't make it 
and I can't say she wasn't sexually harassed, but you know, I used to do a lot of shows with her, like a lot, oh, and wow. she never got a laugh. It was sexual harassment. I just worry that people yeah. are going to throw or that use it line. As an excuse. I see what you're saying. You know, I mean, yeah, it, that's a bummer. Just not the case. Yeah. So, but you have to be careful. Like, I don't think I do. I know her. No, no, she's old school comic, but you know, she was just never really that funny and. You know, I don't like saying that about anybody, uh -huh, but in this case, well, no, I mean, who am I? I mean, some people mm -hmm. probably don't think I'm funny, mm -hmm. uh, but who do we think those people are? Uh, I mean, uh, who doesn't think you're funny? Do oh, you I have don't any know. enemies right now at the comedy store? Not really. I mean, uh, what about the improv? No, I'm I'm pretty well. P Paige takes great care of me there. Uh, She's great. Jamie Flam, the ex uh, talent booker, would always say, "Hey, dude, I'll get you up when I can." But he start he you know started the mostly normal show. He was the booker for it. Yeah. Oh, Jamie Flam is, uh, uh, and he started. Uh, he's got his own club. Legendary. Now, uh, I think show. I forget the name of it, but uh, you know Jamie Flam's awesome. And of course, Adam at the comedy stores. Uh, done more for me than anybody uh and me then, and adam we have a tale to tell yeah yeah you guys are homies though you know we reconnected in beverly hills yeah i mean the jews always get back together in beverly hills the aflalo residence yeah i mean benji aflalo freeform uh, channel uh, yeah. january 4th her him and uh, the great Esther Pavitsky, who i saw the other night at the comedy store always loved breaking bread with baby yeah. esther the short they did basically the like led to the pilot leading to the pickup is like is super funny i mean i remember seeing the esther pilot with you and sandy in it yes and uh co-starring me yeah yeah and i think one of you farted <laughs> who do you think it was i'm guessing Sandy. yeah after you know because sandy's uh you know he's now more nutritionally sound <laughs> but you know back then he used to you know fuel to the fire pit <laughs> You know, he, you know, Wait, so he farted here. No, he farted in the pilot. Oh, in, in the pilot. Okay. So, uh, and you were like, this. Oh, no. I mean, I was like, hey, what? I don't poo poo anyone's idea. Like, you, you know, uh, I think it well. Well, I mean, dude, any what ideas the? can make it. I mean, uh, I remember when Roast Battle started, I had someone, a big name, A list comic, come up to me and say dude you, you're brian callen no you're uh you're you're dude i love what you do on roast battle but no one's ever gonna watch this show i'm like why do you say that it's standing room only every week he's like yeah dude no one's gonna watch unknown open micers roast each other and in inside jokes and here it's just got picked up for a third season that's awesome so on tv so that's amazing uh, you know that's why i say never say never are I, you gonna be wait okay so i gotta keep it close to the bone <laughs> How many times have you been on the show? Well, I was on... Uh, on television, on Comedy Central. Well, I was uh, on both seasons. Uh, Road to Roast Battle, uh, season one. When okay. I... Uh, when you... Uh, battled Jesse Joyce, and then I got... The one in, with Apatow there. Uh, no, that was... Uh, that night, it was the judges were Dane Cook and Joe Rogan and Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay. And it was one of the greatest nights of my life. Joe uh, Rogan, Dane Cook, and Jimmy Kimmel. It was going so well for me uh, that Dane Cook was like... Uh, and Jesse Joyce, amazing writer, amazing comic, mm -hmm. great guy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, my strategy was just flawless that night. And uh, Where was Dan it? Dane Cook says, "Earl, I felt like I was watching a video game where one player's controller was broken." <laughs> And then Joe Rogan was like, Earl, you have a fantastic body. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel was like, Earl, I'm going to rescue you. Um, so it was just like the greatest night of my That's life. That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, Montreal was awesome. Yeah. So I was on that whole season. And then 
Season two, I was on the road to roast battle as the heckler. Okay. Um, didn't get asked back to. Uh, Why didn't you get asked back to? Well, battle? they didn't really um, ask back too many people. What's the deal with crashing? What's your status there? Uh, I was up for a part. Uh, that okay, was, I'm that sorry. was roast I, battle related. Yeah, uh, and I I think they chose to go with other people, so it's all good. Other people, other peeps, people. Well, what's the episode? Uh, I don't know. I don't. He wants to get in with Don Barris at the store. Who knows? <laughs> I don't watch Crashing, so yeah. I don't. Uh, Ian Edwards writes on it. He's, oh, I love uh, Pete Holmes is the yeah. best. And well, Ian Ian's Edwards. the man. Ian's, Ian's the, the best. best. Ian's night, you know, one night I was hosting potluck at the comedy store and it was, it's crazy when you're hosting, you literally, it's like the opposite of being a rock star. Instead of like hot girls coming up to you, it's like, oh, you get every year old Jewish guys, but you get like, uh, you know, the potluck at the comedy store for those of you out of towners and freakers, uh, and Gruber and yeah, Eric Gruber's, you know, I think chasing lady boys in Bulgaria or something um to probably uh asking these thai boys if they know who temple grandini is <laughs> um you it, pollock is insane the host has to literally put up about 60 comics and how it breaks down is and i know comics listen to this show so you know next time you're trying to get on a pot your top 10 favorite listeners but hold it, let me okay let me break potluck down so the comics who are listening this is what the host has to go through before they can put you up. The first 17 comics are booked by the club. I have n I or any other host has nothing to do with who gets on that list. And then every single employee, because all the employees at the store, I think for maybe one are, are stand-ups. And that's about 35. So you've got 35. So 52 comics have to get up before you. That's not including development spots, which now are like from two to five. So let's say three, 55 comics before I can put up one of my friends. And then that's not including pop-ins. Like the last time was Jimmy Carr and David Spade. Now they're both cool and they only did 10 minutes. They could do however long they want. David Spade of love fame on yeah. Netflix. And David Spade of bench warmers and Jimmy Carr from roast battle and many other things. He's got like a great yeah, special like Black on Netflix. Yeah, SNL, fucking things like that. So that's literally 60 comics uh, that you have to put up. But Ian Edwards came in, and when a comic like Ian Edwards comes up to you or Eliza Schlesinger, uh, you know, I was like, hey, uh, do you want to go on now? And both of them said, oh, we'll go on whenever you can squeeze us in. That's cool. Uh, so I, uh, and, and I've had one or two that I want to go on now. I want to go on next. And so you kind of just told five people it's. Uh, How long do they get to do? Well, someone like, uh, you know, uh, Ian Edwards, Jimmy Carr, David Spade can do uh, 40 minutes if they. Oh, want. wow. You, but they. How long? You don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the, the open micers and, 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 the employees all do three minutes, and trust me, none of them do just three minutes, which makes the, do three and a half. I mean, it's three and a half minimum. Some do as many as five to six. And oh it's my god, so rude! It's and like it's bad too. You all know. Well, some are great, but I don't care if you're running the light. I don't care if you're killing. It, 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 you, it, I lose all interest because uh, there's like seventy fucking comics that have to go and on. Like Larry David could show up, which is yeah. crazy. And then that's like three or four spots. You know, he'll do 10, 15 minutes. Well, no more Louis C.K. That's right. good. Well, for a while. Uh, 
Yeah, but he'll come back. I mean, OJ is forgiven for killing two people. So, uh, you know, uh, I mean, this isn't going to blow over. I mean, uh, Russell Simmons, Gene Simmons. uh, (laughs) Bill Simmons. What the fuck? Simmons mattresses. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this is not going away. I mean, it hasn't even hit the 80s metal world. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it has and no one knows. (laughs) You think fucking Kiss wrote that song, Christine 16, on uh, the back of a notebook in a Denny's? You think Ted Nugent wrote Jailbait? You think Kip oh Winger God. wrote Seventeen? <laughs> so wait till it hits the '80s world, and then the sports world, and then the sports world is going to be bad. Oh like my half God! The NBA is going to be gone. Have to, it, the NHL players. I know of one NHL player. When I was a kid, I would go to the Kings practices. At w. Gretzky. No, this was before Gretzky. Oh. Uh, I can't say the guy's name, but let's just say he had a love of underage girls on the Kings, and he had a mile line of them. So, uh, wow. but you know, it's, it depends on the, you know. I was uh, uh, casting couch several times, uh, but I've told the story a million times. But like, you where know. people have tried to hook up with you, like, oh men. yeah, gay, uh, classic WeHo problem. You know, well, no, it was, uh, and I can't. Uh, although some guy on YouTube left a comment, <laughs> and he knew who I was talking about. You know, I got this really funny guy on YouTube who comments. He, <laughs> he's got a fake German name, but periodically he'll post on my YouTube videos uh, about this podcast so you know guys play it cool right you know it's like i can't get sued here even though the first guy's dead but um you know are you I, sure you weren't on you porn the oh right Pornhub. <laughs> uh i mean i want to know when the sexual harassment's going to hit the porn industry and the tsa because uh i've come the last three times i've flown <laughs> all right now i'm bombing on my own podcast <laughs> uh so i mean it's it's just getting started i mean wait till it hits the nba the nfl the nhl uh i mean soccer players get tons of pussy and Who then else you, in comedy's going down i mean we're not gonna oh i mean right I, here, I know i mean let's in the open mic world no or one. the unknown comic world uh which you might say is one and the same i mean there's uh a few girls who could take down many people really oh my god i'm not gonna even hint at who but you know there's a, a lot of people who are comics male comics are pigs uh you know they'll fuck anyone they don't care uh what the situation is the comics are like whether they have a girlfriend whether they're underage so uh that's fine i mean they'll burn their own bridges mm-hmm. uh but I don't want to get involved in that. So, uh, you know, I mean, I had. Dude, you're just going to go to Equinox and let them burn. Yeah, dude, I mean, but it's like, like I had dude, a. Uh, Earth Bar. You can, I, you can I was at a concert to... recently where uh, this Virtual girl. Elton John. No, it was. Uh, D- Dio, uh, Hologram Dio concert. <laughs> no, no, um, Dio. But, uh, he, they're doing a hologram tour with Dio. That's amazing. Uh, Were you into Tenacious D? Uh, no i'm an 80s metal guy i mean but like they're like into like 80s like they're like into dio and things like that like where did you even did you like them just because they were into the similar music i mean i never really got into them but i'm not against them yeah um so they were more of the largo guys so i was yeah, i was more of a canners guy on fairfax the, the kibitz room uh you know i'm an 80s metal man through and through mm-hmm. uh you know guns and roses you know rat all that stuff cinderella so poison yeah i mean you know i want to be entertained when i'm listening to tunes yeah i don't really uh I don't want to hear about the rainforest. I don't want to hear about, you know, Bono telling me about uh, carbon, <laughs> Bono. Uh, 
carbon ratings and then he's off in a fucking gulfstream eight uh, <laughs> flying to japan burning up more carbon than uh you know half the country so uh you know and how about the airline industry you don't think pilots are horny and and picking up on stewardesses and and oh yeah like that denzel washington movie yeah i mean everyone's uh you know running scared uh, flight but the problem Saw is dark light <laughs> with gerard carmichael i used to give him sweaters and why shoes. did you give him a sweater were you trying was, to make this him when he had no Bill money and he was poor and now you were got, like just go be bill cosby you were i just like to, to give force uh, him. well don't be bill cosby in, in, in your social life <laughs> you never gave me anything you don't need it you got more money than i do that's not true so all right let's get back to heat the adam ray movie uh I saw that at the Arclight as well with fucking Sandy was talking and I moved. I don't think he was talking. Well, someone was talking and I moved to another row. Well, you moved to go see uh Pootie Tang, uh, <laughs> the next theater over. Like a lot of the th- fascinating thing about heat was not only was it kind of lifted from LA takedown the rockets game is starting soon, but it was loosely based also on a canceled TV series. Um, it was also somewhat based on the movie <laughs> Thief in 1981 with James Caan. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. So there's so, it's such a mishmash of mm-hmm. uh, ideas, and it, it just it's a very long movie. I think it clocks in at maybe over three hours. It might be just under. Um, I mean, it's a but for you know you got to understand if you know anything about the business, you know show business, uh, show business, the not biz. monkey business. Yeah. Once again, I don't know with all the sexual harassment going on, how anything was fucking filmed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, actors are horny. Uh, the, the producing uh, people. Robert are, De Niro's girlfriend in it claims she lives up Sunset Plaza, which we're not too far from. But the great Amy Bremerman, mm-hmm. uh, Judge uh, Amy, I think, or she was yeah. on some show. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it was such a great cast. West Study is the uh, one of the uh, detectives. I mean, he's like a great character. Even like, and I. What I love about Michael Mann is he uses the same people. Mm-hmm. And if you are a fan of the OG, the only Miami Vice I watch, uh, and you are familiar with the character Izzy Marino, he was like the the C uh, the CI. He was like the, always giving Crockett and Tubbs information, intel on who the big dealers were and what's mm-hmm. going Marino, down. Yeah, hey, Izzy Marino, Jones. the he's, great. He's on SNL now. <laughs> The great actor Martin Ferrero was in Heat as the uh, munitions salesman when uh, Val Kilmer came in to buy the. Uh, That's right. He was the guy with the mustache, which was just, parodied in Rushmore. Right, just like a quick scene, you know. Michael Mann throws his actors a bone, uh, which was disappointing in Miami Vice the movie that he didn't put like Michael Talbot in it as Switek or something, you know. My Mike, throw him some. Throw him something. I mean, the guy hasn't literally worked since the last episode of Vice went off the air. Uh, Free fall. Just Uh, give him some money. Oh, something. That's crazy. Michael Mann lives. I don't know. Probably Beverly Beverly Hills. So, uh, but it was a great movie. I mean, it's known for many things. The 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 amazing cast. The The Kate Manalini scene, (laughs) which was Kate Manalini, fine restaurant back in the day. Wilshire and Doheny. Uh, but uh, you know the the crazy thing is for a th- almost three hour movie, 
De Niro and Pacino, I think, were in it for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. They were always opposite each other. Uh, their scenes never mixed. I mean, there was the one very quick, quick scene. At Kate Manolini. The picture of them was on the wall there. At Kate Manolini where they're, they're basically... Good fries. Pacino is telling them, I'm going to take you down. And, and uh, De Niro's going, I'm not going to ever go back to prison. And then there was a scene where De Niro is casing the uh, detectives in the lumber yard. And then the final scene. Uh, is, oh, yeah. They, I think they were literally only in three scenes. Uh, and if you don't really count the lumberyard scene, because they weren't really interacting with each other, there's the two other scenes. One where, yeah, they're watching from the van, but they're not together. Right. That one. So, you know, uh, four scenes total, mm -hmm. two of the scenes, they weren't really interacting with each other. So, legit, in a three hour movie, they had dialogue with each other twice. Uh, so, Del Kilmer needed the money for the big heist because yeah. he lost money. On betting on the super bowl and that's when kelso the you know the guy who got the bank plans uh oh yeah you know i use a line he used oh, yeah, it's just uh, in the air. <laughs> you know when people ask me and that's played by the great character actor tom noonan who's it's like where was that that, uh, that was like up in the hills and uh de niro's like how do you find all this information he's like oh it's all out there She's got to pick it up and grab it. It's like I, I'm Earl like grabbing the air as he says that. I'm like the Kelso of the LA comedy scene. People ask me, how do you find out this info? How do you know this person slept with this person? Oh, it's just out there. I just got to know where to grab it. And uh, wait, who would you be? Okay, so you're Kelso. Who would I be in heat? Yeah, um, besides I Kelso. Say, um, I don't know who you would be. I mean, that's tough. I would be. Uh, who would our friends be? Who would I be? You'd be Jeremy Piven as Doctor Bob. Be <laughs> you'd be trying to grind De Niro for an extra few bucks because it was your wife's favorite shirt and you didn't want to give it up. Because he's bald. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, I guess I am Piven. I'd probably be Hank Azaria. Oh yeah. You know, always paranoid. I knew I In shouldn't Vegas. have got. Yeah. You shouldn't have got messed getting up. Getting messed with her. up with this bitch. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, so it's really a great movie. So for you younger kids, a movie from '95. For the people who were born in and around 1995 and now that you're would you guys be 22 years old now be perfect for them now watch that movie heat because it's i have a young fan base for whatever reason it's a great movie and i it think it must be when you type in m for m what's what do you mean man for man right i, I don't know what you're now you're talking about your escort days but you're married dude you know well on we're not craigslist gonna, casual encounters that's what i was discussing i go on craigslist casual encounters still to encounter to get jokes casually? to get jokes because i i'm no i really do like what do you think when you see like dark italian like i'm woman. gonna go on there right now and i just love it's gonna say welcome back mr skate <laughs> would you like this <laughs> would you like to go back to los angeles international airport no i like to uh go and uh the headline the taglines make me laugh like we're gonna go into casual encounters right now okay women we're gonna go women for men it's already a different color from the rest, which means they're all clicked on it before. <laughs> all right. Uh, East Hollywood looking for men, women, and couples to play. On the lookout for a buddy for sex. No responsibilities. Brentwood. So uh, let's click no on that responsibility. one. That's Earl from when he was 17. All right. This <laughs> is a... Uh, I'm going to read you guys the uh, the prostitution ad. I am a professional, elegant, and sweet woman with a flirty side. 
I design for pleasure and I'm into fitness center. <laughs> one word. Fitness center is one word. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't, you're not elegant. No elegant girl is putting up an ad in the casual encounter section of Craigslist. I favor a first match and greet. Uh, that would be called meet and greet. Uh, maybe coffee, a drink or dinner, a gold digger trying to get a free ride. <laughs> and when we click, we can see where it belongs and have a great deal of adult fun. How much would I have to pay you to email her? I don't have a problem obtaining sex. Well, you obviously do if you're on this website. I'm searching for somebody that wishes to be a special friend and please each other to the fullest. I'm also looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? Earl, go back. And hold on. I'm not done more. yet. <laughs> I'm by, and I would like to locate a buddy for fun in and out of the bedroom. Don't be shy. Send me your cell phone number and like, Let's get this started. I'm going to send this person my cell phone number. Like I'm going to try and get a table read in Harvey Weinstein's bathroom. Uh, I mean, so that's uh, glory hole. Pussy or mouse stroker, San Fernando with pick. We're going to one more. I know this is probably boring to some of these people. No, it's not boring at all. There we go. It's a pussy is the picture. It's a uh, ad for a hi. I have a few of these strokers. Totally new, of course. I don't believe you. You can pick it up at my address. What? The odds of me going to this person's house to pick up a pussy pocket are pretty good if they're in the west side. <laughs> you can choose. You can. You can choose you from can three choose. different kind. Same price. Hit me up if you're interested. I'm in Van Nuys, Sherman Way, and Sepulveda. Oh, Sherman Way. That's where. Uh, that's right where the Liquid Zoo was. Uh, <laughs> well, that's where what? Uh, or what's his name? Or Burt Reynolds? Uh, that's where he lived off of in Boogie Nights. Now let's uh, go in the man for man section. Uh, uh, type in wet like. Hold on, I just uh, seventeen. Uh, oh nine. Here's what I love. Here's one. Hotel visitor. Looking, Ho- hotel visitor looking to suck a straight blue collar guy. Man for man. SFV hotel. Right, here's the ad. Good looking white guy looking to suck a straight blue collar guy. Open to race. That's a lie. Latino guy's a plus. Send age and stats. A pick is a plus. See, this guy's just trying to get other guys' dick pics. Oh, really? That's what I would do. Oh. I, would, <laughs> I mean, if if I was into that kind of stuff. So, you know, grand, oh, here's one. Wait, Let's, grandpa fucked me. Grandpa? 45 from Azusa. All right, here we go. And this is then we got to no, we got to end up you, you got a basketball game to watch. Hi, I'm looking for older 66 to 89. Yo to fuck me. Suck grandpa cock. Grandpa come in my ass. I'm giving it up for all seniors. Can travel or host. I'm 44 years old. Smooth bubble butt one T bottom clean disease free HIV neg and good hygiene. First of all, if you're taking 66-year-old guys cum in your ass, I don't think you have good hygiene. <laughs> it's just my thought. Height 5'7", status single. What a shock. What a catch like this would be single. He's in the San Gabriel Valley. Wait. All right, we're going to go one go more back. funny one, and then we got to go. I got to watch the hockey game. Carlos- I have to leave? Yeah, dude. We barely talked about heat. Wait, I type know. in the... Wait. Hold Hollywood on. houseboy looking for live... All right. So this That's is one more ad on Craigslist Casual Encounters. All right. Here's the ad. The title is 
Hollywood houseboy looking for live-in. He's so this guy's a good-looking guy. This guy's looking for a roommate and uh, Craigslist casual encounters. No drugs before 20, okay. So well, that's marijuana is kind obviously, of obviously that's a drug. STD free. Okay. You <laughs> looking to move in and help do chores, do whatever to enjoy Hollywood. Well, he picked the right era. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's finish up with he, dude, because people he should are, meet Brian Singer. That's literally uh -oh, like watch out. The, the perfect person for him. I never got invited to those parties, but I think I'm a little. Uh, uh, yeah, we're at an hour right now. So wait, but I don't. Dude, we got a the episodes usually an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, I feel like people are going to be disappointed when they listen to this, thinking it's the heat episode, which is funny. Well, I mean, uh, it, it, it's a simple film. It's a bank. It's a heist film. <laughs> They're into you know one final score before they all retire. Um, you yeah, know. it's a good movie. Whatever, guys, like you watch it. Yeah, I mean, you listen. What do we care? If you guys think Don't you fucking watch it, yeah, we're you, here to just hang out. Me and Earl are friends. If you guys think you can do a better job summarizing Heat, I tell you what, you do. You go on Amazon. You buy a thousand dollar mixing board. You buy a couple two hundred dollar mics. You buy all the cables, Wait, which are about another are two hundred, <laughs> and then you get the sound card, which is about fifty five dollars now. And then you sit there for an hour and edit everything and release it on SoundCloud. Then it goes. To iTunes and you talk about heat. That's so funny. You're mad at imagine uh, people who haven't gotten mad at you yet about the lack of heat talk in this episode. We talked about the Burt Reynolds it's so one. So funny. I mean, this podcast is really the pointless podcast. I like this podcast. It's really funny. I listen to lots of podcasts. This is a, a part of my regular listening. I think you're super funny. Well, I no, I appreciate that. I mean, from day one, I wanted this podcast to be just what. And on day one, I was here. Me and Gruber were. were the first guests. So, if you want to get a sense of how far this podcast has come or hasn't come, <laughs> go to the very first episode, episode number one, and then listen to this one, and then you know, back to back. Uh, there's all. Well, it's not true. You guys were episode one B. Episode one A was with the great Jason Galern. And Jason Washington, comedy store door guy who got into porn, mm -hmm. and I did not know uh, the nuances of recording yeah. a podcast, so I didn't have so a one B. I didn't have a cable plugged in, so oh that God. episode was like three was hours. Eight. We just talk about Jason Washington eating ass, and it was way too dirty for my <laughs> taste. But uh, you know that episode never aired, but. Uh, you know what do you what do you got to plug uh, i want people to know where can people you find you twitter. on twitter and instagram at cj herrera on twitter spell spell that out c-j-h-e-r-r-e-r-a herrera on twitter and instagram and instagram it's herrera carlos but you like tag me and stuff if you yeah can. yeah but you know if you're a fan of this podcast you like the first one you like this one i also think uh you were in an episode with sandy danto and whitney yeah, rice i'm sure all the people listening to this are fans of my friends that's yeah. what i'm sure but i mean i'm just saying carlos has been in a few episodes yeah i've been here i've been, uh, yeah i act like i've been somewhere before Carlos is one of my trusted homies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all the secrets. Oh, yeah. He knows where the bodies are buried. I'm mean, definitely in the shadows. Yeah. Uh, Carlos is what they call a, a lurker. When they say the hills have eyes, I'm one of the eyes. I'm a mercenary. I'm a merc. Uh, You're Boba Fett. I'm a gun for hire. Oh, yeah. 
That was uh, my Tinder bio, gun for hire. That's what uh, the great Jeff Danish said to me uh, when Steve Renazizi lost his first round battle at Roast Battle. Danish instantly came up to me in the Montreal green room, which is a lot of hobnobbing, execs, comics, palming. Oh, yeah. uh, and Jeff just walks up to me and goes, I'm a Merc. I'm yours. Oh, uh, yeah. So... Uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, I hope you do too. If not, tweet at us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, tweet at us. I mean, or if you did, like leave that, a review on iTunes. Know. You know, I had one dude on iTunes leave a review saying, and I quote, uh, "I used to really love this podcast. He got a lot of '80s celebrities on, and then he just started interviewing comics. I don't know. Unsubscribed." <laughs> And I left it up there. I think for you. I think you can own everything. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I uh, I'm bummed if the person who wrote that review is for whatever reason listening to this. I appreciate you don't like uh, the my methods, but uh, you know, it's not like I'm asking Tom Cruise and he's turning me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I get the people who can come to my home. Uh, yeah, I lose a lot of interviews that way. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will say, hey, well, can we Skype? I'm like, no. How about a phone? No. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, you know, the. You should get the Floribama Shore people. I would. So, you know, I got Jax from uh, Vanderpump Rules. Is always, we just can't link up uh, him coming here. But. Uh, She's like what Ari is. She's doing an escort episode. I would love to. I tried to get my friend Judy, uh, who used to work at Fantasy Island. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, her code name. I, th- pavilions. I think uh, the co- her code name was Ava at uh, Fantasy Island. Blonde, hot bot. I mean, like beautiful. Uh, I thought, wow, I would love to get a stripper on here just to give. And what us a- happened? Uh, you know, she's a little flaky. So, uh, but I, I love her. We could get an escort on here. Would I would get pay. a hooker. Now, would, fuck that. I'm not paying. I'm not paying anyone to be on this podcast. Three hundred an hour. They could. Uh, <laughs> For, or 400 for the gfe what's that the girlfriend experience what about the podcast experience yeah what about the prostitution experience you fucking no, i'm sorry i'm a little better with women right now it's i'm sorry good. girl it's all good it's all good uh so uh inappropriate earl tweet it earl ask him why he's not on the roast battle uh, tell him to battle again nah you know tweet at me whatever you want Ask me about I'm dying up here. That's at Earl Skakel. You know, I never give out at my showtime US. You know, uh, my Twitter and Instagram. It's very simple. It's just at Earl Skakel. E-A-R-L-S-K-A-K-E-L. Uh, at Bel Air Country. Yeah, I'll give Club. you a shout out for those of you yeah. who uh, want to at ask Dan me Dan a question, Dan. you know, uh, you know, about uh, the jellies, about uh, I'm dying up here, about roast battle. What it's and, like to be Earl. What it's like to host Potluck at the Comedy Store. Yeah, what it's like to have three TV shows on in one year after 18 yeah. years of nothing. What it's like uh, to be followed by famous people on Twitter. That's I mean, interesting. I'm not really uh, followed by, I mean, Jax from Vanderpump Rules follows Dalia. me. Uh, Dalia follows me. Uh Jeff Ross does he follow? Jeff Ross follows, follows me, you. the boss. I don't see Jeff a lot, but he's done a lot. But verified for me. accounts follow you. Blue checks follow you. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, uh, Fred, uh, Fred Corey from Cinderella. You know, Stephen know. Piercy from Rat. Uh, you know, I've got but, some, but like Santino. He's a blue check. Yeah, yeah, but I know Ram- him. Yeah. I don't really, uh, really count people. 
I follow you, yeah, but okay. I'm not verified. I think Esther follows me, baby Esther. Yeah, uh, Benji Aflalo, baby Benji uh, follows me. So Polly, does he follow? Polly, uh, I think follows me. I might get Polly on to talk about the '80s. Oh so. hell yeah, you need it, and you should pitch and be like, oh, you don't what? have to leave, dude. I'm, we're just ending the podcast. Oh okay, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna watch the basketball game. I watch There's the many basketball. Game. Boston's playing right now. You know, the Jazz are about to play. Mike Leach just agreed to a $4 million deal for five years. All right, so this will be uh, inappropriate, Earl. SoundCloud and iTunes, please leave a review and ask questions on Twitter. I will ask, uh, I will answer any question you ask. Just keep it respectful. Obviously, I'm not going to talk shit about anybody but unless we know them you well can bring i mean up some you know, gossip if, if you want if it's in a fun way i'm not gonna if it's funny do yeah, it yeah i'm not going to uh you know gossip online i don't talk shit i talk facts <laughs> so i that's true i mean you know does michael rapaport go to the store he was good in prison break as uh, an fbi agent but that's uh, he was in season four when uh he's prison break was uh it was a little long in the tooth. It was like an. What do you think about when like ESPN people go to the improv? I think that's weird. Well, the first guy, the head of the ESPN, just uh, stepped down. Uh, Substance to, abuse problem, John Skipper. Well, we should end the episode. I'm sorry. Because, uh, well, you know, who knows if that's the real reason? I mean, Charlie Rose. Yeah, I need time off. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, wisdom of the crowd. Uh, it was a one and done season. Uh, you know, the ratings weren't good. It got bad bo, uh, and then oh, sexual harassment allegations. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, all you comics, just uh, keep it clean out there. You know, it's a new era for you pigs. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it while it lasted, you know. And just remember, I know it all out there. So Earl sees all. Uh, yeah, I do. So I'm if you're like grabbing the, some Australian or some fucking yeah. girl from Georgia. Earl seen it. I'm like the Matt Brody's watching. Don's watching. Well, maybe not Don. Benji's watching. Sandy's watching. Everyone's watching. I'm like the Matt Drudge of the LA comedy scene. I got sources everywhere. I'm the Kelso. Just everything's out there, and I know which ones to pick. I haven't even been to the comedy store in forever, and I know everything. I know about you. You don't even know I know about you. Yeah, I mean, I'm a foot soldier, so uh, hope to uh, see you guys soon. I'll I'm a, be I'm a, a sniper. Yeah. Marky Mark, that movie? Uh I'll be at the uh, Bray Improv this weekend, Friday and Saturday, opening up for Corey and Chad, the twins. The Love Bray Improv. Uh, and the, check out their show Wednesdays. I think it's once a month at the Ontario Improv, the Dirty Show. I think it's like the longest running show there. And then I'll be at the Comedy Store, uh, you know, once this week. Check out the schedule. Every Tuesday, they post a new schedule. So, uh, and then this is a fun episode. Carlos is the best. He's one of the original. Thank you. Uh, original soldatos in the world of L.A. comedy. Thank you. Uh, and thank you guys for the love and support. You know, retweet, share it on Facebook. It helps the numbers. I could get bigger guests if the numbers are bigger. Yeah, that's true. It's you, so you want to land a big free agent. You have to do well. You can't just like try and get him and then promise to do well you have to do well first i had a singer from an 80s metal band basically with their publicist and this guy needs a publicist like i need another hair follicle <laughs> i mean it's 2017 dude you haven't put out a new album since 93 you don't need a fucking publicist but their publicist said you're, you're we looked at your numbers they're not big enough and then he goes on someone else's podcast who i have bigger numbers than so uh yeah what the fuck guys we need some reviews yeah just reviews retweet on i uh twitter Spray paint something that's Instagram. Right, on it. just
just get it going. Yeah. Uh, so inappropriate Earl SoundCloud and iTunes. We'll Later. be back next week with uh, you know who knows who. <laughs>